What's up, everybody? It's your draft queen. God damn it. I haven't loved that in a while. Wow. Oh, God. Wow. <sighs> you should save that as a blooper. Hello, listeners. I can't talk. Okay, here we go again. What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle. And welcome to another episode of Drafts on Drafts. Uh, Drafts on Drafts is quickly becoming one of Kate and I's favorite episodes to do. Hopefully uh, you all are enjoying it. Um, But it's basically an opportunity for Kate and I to have a beer because we do like to drink beers and elaborate and talk and postulate about something sports and pop culture related. it's just fun. It's just what Kate and I would do as part of our everyday friendship, and we are bringing that friendship to you. Um, Kate, before we get into this week's topic, the most important thing here is, what kind of beer are you drinking? Oh, yes. Let's talk about the beer, and then we'll get into the topic. Um, I think I, I think that I'm having a beer, Michelle, that is from somewhere near you. I'm Ooh. not really sure. But it, do you know where Radiant Pig is? The craft brewery? I don't think so. It sounds like a fun name, though. I like it. Well, when I picked it up at the store, someone had, oh no, actually, I'm kidding. It's brewed in Newport, Rhode Island. But there oh. was a, te- the reason I picked it up is because I thought of you because they had a label on it at the store, like the little price tag that tells you how much it is with the barcode. And um, they had a little label on it that was misnaming it as a Catskill Brewery beer. And it's not, but I thought it was. So I picked up the Own the Night by Radiant Radiant Pig Craft Beers, um, thinking it was from the Catskills. So this is for you. All right. I am drinking an actual beer from the Catskills. It's from one of my favorite breweries up here called Upward. And it's there. They did a limited run of these uh, summer camp beers um they don't do it all the time i think this is actually the first year that they did it and now that we're in september and technically summer is pretty much sunset uh i got as many of these last week at the brewery as i could because they are not going to be canning them anymore so upward summer camp uh in my head i'm keeping uh keeping summer alive for uh for a few more weeks here Mm, you have to because we are in the throes of september and as you can probably tell by the name of this episode, this uh, this is an episode about September. It's specifically an episode about 9-11 and the 20-year anniversary uh, this past weekend. So first and foremost, Michelle, cheers, raising a glass to those that we lost, those we remember, those we love, and those who are still with us. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different tone for this episode, but we really, you know, we want to just celebrate and pay... Not necessarily celebrate, obviously, but pay tribute to the folks um, who lived through 9-11 20 years ago, which really, I don't know about you, but it, for me, it feels like it was yesterday. I it I couldn't agree more. I mean, Kate and I, you know, New York, New Jersey girls, obviously, you know, uh, this is near and dear to our hearts for many reasons. And, and you know, we toyed with the idea. We're like, do we do this on drafts on drafts? Like, we don't want to feel like we're not being sensitive to it. And and where we landed was like, yes, we are drinking a beer. And yes, this is normally a little bit of our light fun 
episode and we're just usually light and fun, but it felt like the right opportunity, you know, to pay tribute, honor, honor, you know, those events, honor those that lost their lives, as you said. Um, And no, to your point, the fact that it's 20 years, just it boggles my mind. Like every, it boggles my mind. It really does. Like, I mean, I cannot even believe how long ago that was, how many things have changed. You know, I was in high school. Like I remember all of those. I remember all that day, that week, that month, that year, like so vividly that it does feel just like yesterday that when when I did see this, you know, of course I pay attention to it every year and, you know, we always remember and uh, it's sad, but it's something that you always have to, you know, go back and, and honor and, and remember. But when I was going through ESPN this week and, you know, looking at headlines, obviously we were doing our fantasy football stuff, you know, this story popped up, you know, specifically about, Mike Piazza hitting what is now like an iconic home run at Shea Stadium right after, you know, 9-11, which was probably, it it was like the first game, you know, that they had played after this happened and how many emotions and things were, you know, going into that. And it was at that moment that I was like, oh my gosh, that was literally, that was 20 years ago. Like it's, it really, it really is crazy. And so to your point, yes, a little bit of a different tone on this episode, but look, Kate and I are sports aficionados. We're New Yorkers slash New Jerseyers at heart. And how do you not, how do you not honor, you know, an amazing moment during a very crappy time 20 years ago, you know? You you have to, you have to. And I, I do think that, you know, I was, I was a little bit younger than you, so I, it's actually quite... It's funny because it was a, it's a moment that was burned into my memory. And, but also there are these amazing stories that surround that moment. Uh, I mean, I'll never forget the day. Um, But some of the stories that surround it, and especially as sports aficionados, we, we sometimes forget that there is, there are other iconic things that happened at the same time uh, uh, it, as a as a byproduct of 9/11 of a tragedy, and people right? coming together I mean, yeah, and people coming together you're so right i feel like that's you know in in tragedy usually hope hopefully you know comes these these moments where like folks are coming together and there's there's only a way up mm-hmm. from something so terrible happening and lo- yeah, that's right luckily some of our favorite athletes and teams you know really rise to the occasion to make us all feel better, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. I mean, what I remember vaguely, and it differs from your experience with Mike Piazza and his home run ball, um, which I know you'll talk about a little bit, but I do remember back at that time when I was in elementary school, middle school, um, we were... Rangers fans like we all love yeah. the Rangers so I specifically myself remember Mark Messier who was the captain of the Rangers yep. in the 2001-2002 season who showed up to the ice rink and had that that fireman helmet you know like yep. those types of moments kind of they act as a moment of solidarity so I appreciate sports for that and, um, I, you know, I, I don't remember Mike Piazza and his home run as much. So I would love to hear about it so we can look back on that moment in time 
um, and kind of celebrate how sports brings us together. I know it really is an amazing thing how how these athletes, you know, they're obviously doing this for competitive purposes. It's their job. But, you know, to the rest of us, it's entertainment. And so when something terrible like like this happens, us normal people are able to grieve and, you know, crawl in a corner and go do what we need to do to recover from it. But, you know, in an instance like this, these guys were, you know, back on the on the field you know, shortly after and and very close to where, you know, these horrible attacks took place. And uh, ESPN did a really cool little piece, like I was mentioning, that I happened to stumble across that made the light bulb go off of like, oh my gosh, 20 years later. And, you know, they did this amazing piece highlighting, you know, Mike Piazza and and the Mets back then. And, and at that time, you know, Mets fans don't usually have a lot to cheer about, but in those times they were, you know, they weren't that bad. Hey, shade. they don't, they don't. And they will tell you that, but this, this moment was, you know, so special for so many reasons. A, it was the first time these players had taken the field after the horrible attacks. B it's in Queens. It's not very far from where everything happened in Manhattan. C it was at Shea Stadium, which has now been sunset. No longer, you know, do the do the Mets play there. So there's so many nostalgia plays here um, just from like a baseball and, you know, a New York perspective that, you know, it it really is just amazing. You know, you, you, you're you watching these guys. So, so the Mets played the Braves that night and they did some interviews with, you know, Chipper Jones, Bobby Valentine, some of the, you know, uh, players and coaches. You know, these guys are horrified. These guys are so scared to go on the field. I'm sure a lot of people that were at the game were scared to be at the game. But everybody was willing and, I guess, hopeful that by being at this baseball game, playing this baseball game, would somehow lift people's spirits because of how shit everything was at the time, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I like I said, I can hardly remember, but I do remember the feeling of needing that needing that community you know and I also remember having I don't remember firsthand but I remember reading about after the fact how folks were going back to practice the next day after this happened you know like and so not necessarily going back to games but going to practice whether it's you know uh, Messier for the Rangers or Piazza for the Mets or the Jets or the Giants. Like it's football season. It's week one, not to bring this back obviously to football, but it was week one of football. And I read an interview about someone on the Jets who had just said, you know, what are we doing here? What are we doing? And so it does make it a little bit more. I do find solace in the fact that Mike Piazza, who, if you don't know Mike Piazza, by the way, he was a catcher on the New York Mets um, from, I think, like the 90s to the early thousands. Um, But if you don't know him, that's who he is. But I do find solace in the fact that there are those moments that ring through the ages or the decades, at least. Yeah, 100%. And, And like you said, these guys, you know, are out there. They're feeling the same way we're feeling. It's really tough for them to be out there. There's a fear. There's a sadness. And, you know, the game sort of started off a little, you know, high stress and high tension and high emotion. And, you yeah, know, what did happen? I don't even remember. I mean, look, it's not like I remember it. I, uh, as I said, it, for, for everyone listening, if you haven't watched it, go on to ESPN.com. They did a great little 10 minute piece on this. Um, but, you know, the game started just very, 
solemn, you know, and, and it was hard to, it was hard for the players to wrap their heads around that they were playing a baseball game. And so it took a while for them to get going when they finally did get going. It was a great game. Their hearts were in it. The crowd was into it. And really what ended up happening is late in the game, you know, Piazza comes up and there's just this like feeling in the air it's kind of crazy like in this piece Mm -hmm. you know chip chipper jones was like i swear i had a premonition it was like of course i'm a baseball player and i don't want to lose this game he's like but i'm standing out in the outfield you know and piazza gets up there and and he's like i just know he's gonna hit a home run and he needs to hit a home run and the mets need to win this game because new york needs to win this game like that was what was going through his head as the opponent you know on on, uh, on the braves that night and if that doesn't speak volumes, I'm like, what, what person, you know, what athlete goes out on, on a field and is okay with losing, you know what I mean, in, in a sense. And so it was really interesting to hear it from his perspective. And then lo and behold, don't you know it, you know, Mike Piazza hit this, hits this moonshot of a home run, you know, out to center field. And like, I'm literally getting chills like saying it right now because, I mean, talk about rising to the occasion. Talk about just giving people a minute a glimpse of what lives were like before those attacks. And I mean, it just was a moment where I feel as dramatic dramatic as it sounds, it just, it gave New Yorkers some of that hope and and fire that they, that they needed to have after this, you know, situation. And, And the Mets won that game. And honestly, like Piazza's in, you know, the, the, the hall of fame. And, but I just think this was his like, shining moment as an athlete and I'm sure he would say the same thing I think that there is a lot there's a lot to unpack here and speaking of which I'm almost at the end of my beer so this is this might be the two-minute drill unless there are other things you want to talk about well but in knowing knowing that I I will just say without getting too deep and emotional on it I knew, as I'm sure many folks did listening, as I'm sure you did, I knew people's parents that passed away. It was a horrible time for all of us watching our friends go through this in high school. But this particular game really stands out because one of the firemen that we knew from our town that died, his family was at the game that night. And it was such a weird thing for them to go through because they were like, how do we go to a baseball game right now? Like, how do we go here and then like enjoy ourselves? And like, we don't have our father. Like it, so there's just so many emotions. I remember seeing pictures of them at the game. I remember Piazza hitting the home run. I actually think that this family ended up having some form of relationship with Mike Piazza after the game because it was such an emotional thing. But, you know, it's uh, it's it's crazy because that gave that family the moment that they needed to smile. All because a baseball player hit a home run, which seems so small and insignificant when when what we were we were going through the the largest terrorist attack ever you know, ever. And so the fact that a baseball home run could lift up this family as well as, you know, all the other people in the stadium and other people watching, I mean, that is a real testament to sports. There is something to be said about the headline and and first and foremost, or last and foremost, since this is the last thing we're talking about, but there is recognition for the author of this ESPN article, Ryan Hawkinsmith, who wrote the article called 20 Years Later, The Enduring Legacy of the Mike Piazza Home Run. 
it is a great, and to your point, Michelle, it is an illustration of the many different perspectives that came with this moment in time, right? It may be that you remember this game for being an amazing home run in a horrible time. You may be a family who lost folks or friends of family or families removed or friends of those who are families removed. Whoever you are, you may remember it for that reason. You may remember it because Diana Ross was present at the halftime show singing God Bless America. I mean, there's all these moments barring 9-11, which is the moment that this is all the sun that we're revolving around is that moment in time. But I think you're right in that we all remember it our own different way based on our circumstances. But all of us rally together around that moment in time based on not just sports, but these moments that we come back to. And I, I think that's really, it's powerful. It's it's super powerful. And I'm glad that we did this episode. I think we were, like we said, we were a little like, we, we want to treat this the way it should be treated. It, it, we'd be, it'd be remiss of us as New Yorkers to not pay tribute and, and, and talk about, you know, this, uh, this moment in time in one way, shape, or form. And I'm glad that we found a way to bring it back to sports and, and keep it uplifting because, yeah, it's, it's wild what, you know, we, we were all going through. But, you know, to, to join together for a sports moment, to, to somehow make it feel better is, it's just heavy. It's kind of crazy. Well, every year we will continue to remember, we will not forget, we will continue to honor that moment. So um, thank you to Mike Piazza and the rest of the Mets. I never thought I would be lauding the Mets here, Um, but it is a 20 years later, it's beautiful to know that we're all rallying around the same thing uh, all this time later. So Michelle, any parting thoughts for this particular episode of drafts on drafts no it's like you said it's it's a never forget moment we all know that especially as new yorkers it's near and dear to our heart and you know i'm thankful that these uh these players and these athletes got out there to make us all feel a little better 20 years ago well it wouldn't be a new york moment if we didn't end this show by saying tomorrow is thursday night football when you're listening to this and you can tune into the new york giants uh, and the Washington Redskins, but, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's more sports moments and rallying around our New York teams. I am excited to root for the giants tomorrow night. And like always, we will be back in your earballs on Friday morning. So with that being said, cheers to those we lost and those we love, and we will see you on Friday. Enjoy Thursday night football. <laughs>